Hello and welcome to Ditching Hourly. I'm Jonathan Stark. And today I'm joined by guest Destin Hood. Destin, welcome to the show. Hi, how you doing? Thanks, man. Appreciate you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So can we start off by just giving folks a little bit of background about who you are and what you do? Um, my name's Destin Hood. Uh, previously retired from professional baseball. Um, right now I own a digital marketing company um, in the beginning stages, planning stages. But for now, um, that's pretty much it. Um, early stages of entrepreneurship. It's interesting and uh, got a lot of questions. Great. Yeah. So we started this conversation over email and I thought it'd be uh, a good fit for like a brainstorm, real time brainstorm because email can be tough. So tell me a little more about the professional baseball thing and kind of like just drop that bomb. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it's honestly, it's a kind of blessing and a curse. When I got, dra- I got drafted at 17 by the Washington Nationals in the second round. And that has been my life for the last 12 years. And then once I retired, it was kind of like, you know, what do I do next? You know, like what's what's next? All I knew how to do was basically play, play baseball, be a teammate. You know what I mean? That's pretty much been my life for the last 12 years. So when I got an entrepreneurship, it was kind of like a change, but it was like along the same lines of like structure and, you know, that go get it attitude, I guess. Cool. So you're about 30 now then? Right. 30 on the dot. Fun. That was my favorite birthday ever, my 30th birthday. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, a big ski trip. It was great. Cool. Okay, so tell us a little bit more about the digital marketing company. What's the, what's the, I know it's like in the planning stages, but what is the plan? Like, is there a particular target market? I think there is based on the name, but what's the. Right, right. Um, so the name is the Luxury Solutions Group. Um, and our target market is uh, luxury home builders um, and luxury auto, like auto rental companies auto or auto rental companies, jet charters, and boating. So in that niche market of owners in that sector that need to grow their businesses, that's where the luxury solution group kind of comes in and does SEO for those companies. Mm, okay. Interesting. So can you, are there any brands that, that folks might recognize in these areas or are these kind of like regional you're imagining like regional businesses that serve the highest ends of their particular market. Correct. Um, you know, being a baseball player, we spend a lot of time in like, you know, airports and uh, flight charters and stuff like that. So I thought it would be a nice segue into, okay, we have the network to actually network if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, a couple of them get deals with, with, with uh, auto rental companies and stuff like that. So I thought it might be just a good segue to actually like actually try to, you know, help partner with business owners in those sectors to actually grow their businesses, because obviously we've done some dealings in our past in the baseball aspect part of it. So, right. So you patronize those server services as a, as a player. Right. All right. What was the, I think you mentioned home at the beginning. What is that like a home rental type of thing or more of a, like home building, home building. Now the home building come in, that was a thought of mine, just a luxury niche because of the uh, high school that I went to, a lot of major developers um, that are in the city of Mobile actually went to my high school. So that was kind of a, a home, like a hometown kid type thing. I was thinking uh, of that part of the market. Okay, and do you, uh, I, just imagining you're pretty, have a pretty big network of people having been a, on teams at a professional level. Right. Would, yeah, so would you say, you know, if, if you, went through your phone book 
or, right. or the equivalent, like your email list. Are right. we talking about like thousands of people who right. you, would know you by name? Right. We're talking. Yeah. Because, you know, when I got drafted, I was also going to Alabama to play football. So that was a big thing. I signed when I was two, in 2008 and then I got drafted right after. So my career has kind of been a whirlwind of like, you know, publicity and, you know, professionalism and trying to do, you know, the baseball career thing like full blown. So it was like, you know, you know, the email list and contact list is very, very long. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> All right, cool. So you've got, you've got, um, you've got a pretty interesting specialization. So for folks who are used to listening to the show, the, I would call, almost call it a demographic specialization in a sense, because you, you've got a bunch of really different industries, you know, home, uh -huh. auto, boating, air travel, these sorts of things. And they're all going to have different needs depending on what areas of the market they serve. But you want to work with ones who all serve the luxury end. So Correct. that's, you know, so however, whatever word you want to use to describe that, you know, whether I would call that a, it's not really a vertical, but it's kind of like a demographic specialization where you, you want to help people who are trying to reach the most wealthy buyers, basically. Right. And make it easy for those people to actually like get into touch with actually good people. You know what I mean? Because I know that's a huge part of it. You know, you don't want to rent, you don't want to send out one of your luxury automobiles to someone who's going to, you know, duh, you know, deface the merchandise <laughs> or, you, you know, vice versa. You want people who are going to treat the customers nicely and treat the people correctly and not try to oversell, you know, their services or whatever. Cause it, obviously in sports that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. And what about, what about things like, um, it, you kind of sound like the four seasons, you know, it's like, it reminds me of the four seasons. It's like, <laughs> you want to be able to find people who are going to appreciate that level of service, but also can afford it. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, right. can you give me, let's see, do you know, you know, a ton of people, do you, if you had to make a list of people who, you know, that right. own businesses like this, how many people would be on that list? Like quite a few. I would say, I would say realistically, maybe 10 to 15. Okay. That's pretty good. Like 10 to 15 solid. Like, okay. That probably would be what they were looking for off the top of my head. Probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't, uh, before we even talk about what you would do for them, like, like how many people would that run a business like this? would recognize uh -huh. your name or like, no, you would take a phone call, say, Hey, could we jump on a phone call and start a new business? I don't know about name recognition, but I probably were, I probably was in the same organization with someone who was probably recognizable enough to just, you know, <laughs> talk baseball for a second, you know, mm -hmm. at yeah. least, but, um, yeah, I'm not sure if name recognition would be huge, but, um, you know, like I said, it's the only thing I've been doing for the last 12 years with professional baseball. So I'm sure we could find some common ground, you know? Right. Like, Hey, when I was on the nationals, I we used yeah, to use your car yeah. service all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm retired from that. Now I'm doing a new thing for companies like yeah. yours. Would you have like 15 minutes to jump on a quick call with me to do some research? Um, right. Yeah. That's cool. So you've got like, you've got a little bit of star power, probably get people on the phone with you. Right. Um, but so 10 to 15, you can, you can off the top of your head, you could probably make a list of 10 to 15 people who uh -huh. are probably your ideal buyer, like the people you're trying to serve. And right. that's great. So now if you had to imagine, well, first of all, have you talked to any folks like this yet? Or are you still before that stage? Well, I have, I have just basically, you know, seeing if I could deliver what, you know, 
I was offering, you know what I mean? So the feedback that I got in that aspect was like, okay, well, you know, people are interested in this thing. Um, but I'm not totally sure how to like, you know what I mean? I want to do it correctly and strategically from the beginning. So it's not like a mess in, you know, <laughs> five, 10 years. So right. that's where I'm running into like the actual strategy part of like, you know, positioning, you know, like you said, the demographic, um, and making sure that, you know, our marketing infrastructure is in place before. And that's kind of my question. Like how, how do you roll out, I guess, in a sense, does that make any sense? Yep. Um, let's in the conversations you've had, uh-huh. what, what are the big challenges that folks in these uh, spaces face? Is it, is it, uh, not getting enough, you know, brand recognition? Is it not being able to attract enough customers? Are they right. under, under capacity, you know, or are they over capacity and like their problems actually are more like staffing and, and have maintaining a high level of customer service? I think, I think it's for sure the customer service part of it. And I think a lot of the digital marketing, I guess, uh, challenges come along with that market also, as far as not really knowing if they're getting their money's worth out of the marketing strategies that they're using. Um, so that's where, you know, obviously SEO helps a lot, but also, you know, going in there and kind of doing a bespoke type evaluation of their whole marketing, like plan, mm-hmm. um, I guess, if that makes, makes any sense. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Could you go, I, I kind of, as you were talking, I kind of wrote down a possible, what I'm starting to uh, pull out of the conversation as uh-huh. the expensive problem that you help these people with. It's kind of like a help luxury brands reach wealthy customers. Is that kind of it? Or Not is- necessarily. It's more, it's more, it's more reach their target market as far as like people who are, you know, leisurely trying to, you know, rent, you know, an, a luxury automobile or rent a luxury home um, or, you know, rent a luxury jet charter or whatever, just to be, that type of service, but also have the personal touches behind it where 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 everyone kind of gets the feel of it because it's not separated. That's kind of what was my experience playing and going through these services was everybody's got some type of common ground and I want that to be the focal point of growing or even the playing field, so to speak, for these companies in a person to person way does that make sense tell me more about that i'm not i'm not sure i'm all the way there yet um i had this conversation with my brother it was actually interesting because i have trouble like i said in the emails actually explaining it all the way which is part of the problem um when i just know that when those transactions went down right there's a business owner he had a certain goal in mind and if the transaction didn't go well um it was for personal reasons as far as like not money or um, publicity. It was more of what was, what was the person like? And that's what I kind of want to bring to the whole business side of it from an SEO standpoint to grow companies and grow their marketing side on a, the words are, 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 are not coming to me right now, but, well, I'll ask some questions, maybe some some more specific right, questions. Right, so, right. if the when you say the uh, it didn't go well, 
for personal reasons, do you mean it didn't go well for the customer or for the, 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 I don't know what to call them, the, your client, like the, the luxury brand for the customer, for okay. the customer. Cause you know, when you, when you approach certain brands, certain brands come off as like, this is what we do and here's how we do business. And it's kind of like a brash, not personal. It's like a, you know, it's like a, we're a luxury brand type thing, but I, I want to bring the, the idea that luxury can help like luxury can, can be different than just a separate category that people can't, you know, attain. I want to bring some normalcy to that uh, market, some normalcy to that market. And through our marketing strategies and what we would implement for these companies or these business owners would reflect that. Okay. I think I'm getting there. So can you describe the normalcy a little bit more? Like what would be an example if you're going to make that more concrete? <clears throat> Like a broader market? A broader market in a sense that a broader market in a sense that because I'm, I'm imagining two, it could be going two different ways. Like, are you trying to kind of demo, not democratize, but like bring luxury, a luxury brand experience to, you know, maybe people who aren't super wealthy, but are going to do, you know, going to splurge once a year on uh some kind of experience with their spouse or something like that correct correct okay. like more of a it is for the luxury brand owners but also to bring the like normalcy as far as um as far as um accommodating everyone mm -hmm. um in their marketing uh structure Interesting. i know it's not i know it's not fully there but that mm -hmm. is that's what we're, that's what I'm working on. That's what I'm trying to work on integrating and actually trying to get the idea fully sound around the around the edges. But what threw me into this was the in, when I took an interest into just SEO and being able to, you know, uh, being able to I don't want to say manipulate, but like to to work with I guess the internet. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, I kind of it's there's an interesting paradox. It feels like an interesting paradox in the center of this, which could be cool. It, it also could be a deal breaker for some brands, but maybe some brands I think would be really cool. So there might be luxury brands out there who want to kind of operate in the space where they're perceived as a luxury brand, but they mm -hmm. aren't, but they are attainable. Right. So I, I can imagine some brands being like, no way. We don't want like average Joey bag of donuts wearing our $10,000 jeans. Or something like that, or right. like or like riding around in our uh, whatever, our like fancy limo, right? And those things aren't really real things; they're just things that people like though like that think. You know what I mean? Which isn't isn't a real thing. They should they should want to be attainable for everyone. They should want to market to everyone instead of just right. I mean, wouldn't that make them less luxury though, less special if everybody can afford it? I feel like if you market it correctly, as far as like you know, direct response marketing and direct mail, you know, using all those avenues, I think that it could be kind of interesting to feel like, I mean, you know, Instagram was at one point, I guess that blue check is like what a unattainable, but you know, when people get it, it, you know, yep. it yeah, makes yeah. them feel a little bit better. Like it's almost like a, you know what I mean? Like luxury brands don't have to be just luxury all the time. Oh, I mean, when you say, I, I think there's an interesting, uh, <laughs> I think it's an interesting right. as a possibility that there, there are, are uh, these luxury brands. And you, you keep on mentioning, mentioning rental, which I think is really, I think does kind of 
align with this seeming paradox at the center of it where, you know, you're not talking about people who are going to, you know, buy a mansion. Right. You're talking about like, you know, chartering a plane or renting a boat or a yacht or something or a, right. a, a Ferrari or something like that, or like some kind of like high end Airbnb thing. Right. So I, I could imagine luxury rental brands that strategically want to thread the needle between maintaining a, an exclusive and, and perhaps I'm conflating luxury and exclusive, um, but luxury, uh, an attainable kind of luxury that the air quotes, average person can maybe not afford to do every week, but once a year right. they can have a special trip to like a comedy show or, you know, in this like fancy f- Ferrari or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like so, oh, I lost you. Can you hear me? Now I can. Now I can. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, most people buy Ferrari and it sits in the garage, right? I mean, most of the time you just need it for a couple of days anyway, right? Yeah. I couldn't yeah. drive it around on our streets in Providence anyway. There's too many potholes. <laughs> Same down here in Mobile. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, okay. So, that's an interesting angle. Now, I'll bet you there are some luxury rental brands that strategically are trying to thread this needle between being a luxury experience, but that is somehow attainable to the masses, air quotes. And in that case, then um, I do think SEO can could be very interesting. I think if if they were trying to be like sort of straight up luxury, like, I don't know, Supreme or something, right? they don't want everybody walking around with a Supreme hoodie on. Sure. Right, right. So they don't want to be attainable. They want to be exclusive. So that's it's cool, though. I think it, I think it's an interesting. I think that there will be certain luxury brand people out there that oh, do want this. Saying. So you're saying that basically, or what it sounds like, is that possibly it might be a, a, a two-headed snake type thing where, you know, luxury, luxury might want to stay luxury, luxury, and then some luxury brands may want to go down this route. Mm-hmm, exactly. So it, it's a good way to put it. Because I think I think some people will immediately be turned off by this idea, right? You know, but that's cool because you don't need to reach everybody. You just need to reach the people that have this same worldview. So right. you know, I could imagine. So someone someone who makes this makes sense to me would be <clears throat> the name is escaping me, but there's a a small chain of boutique hotels. There are probably a bunch of boutique hotels that are not cheap and have a very unique and immersive experience that that if more people knew about it, they would perhaps choose over, let's say an Airbnb. And obviously we're recording this during like lockdown and COVID, but you know, just as an example that I could definitely see that where they need to come up, they need to come up in uh, search, like in search because people are traveling to a different, uh, uh, I almost said country, but well, maybe country, but they're traveling somewhere that they're not familiar with. Right. And where should I stay in Mobile or where should I right. stay in Nashville or where should I stay in Boston? Right. And, you know, you're going to get the the normal blah, 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 you know, like f- you're going to get everything from the Four Seasons or right. to the Hampton Inn. And if right. I have this luxury, you know, the National, I think I think it's called the National, as a matter of fact. The, the really? hotel. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, I, I, I can find it and, get, and send it to you afterwards. But cool, um, cool, cool. The. Uh, and there's one, there's one in Providence called the Dean and it's like super hipster, okay. very cool. Okay. Uh, I assume it's expensive, but it's probably not any more expensive than like right. Right. Biltmore or whatever. Right. So yeah, I could see that. So if someone, let's say someone has, um, uh, like a limo service. Right. And they're like, 
they want to change the perception from they want to change the perception of it, they have a limo service and they have lots of availability. They have lots of capacity right. or they could scale up to meet an increase in demand. And right. they want they want people who <clears throat> who maybe wouldn't normally think about renting a limo to go to a show. Right. To be like, no, this is this is attainable. Like you can do this. It's more. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But the experience it, is way better. It's good for everybody. Right. Like it's good for everyone involved. That's okay. what I would hope. Yep. Okay, so I would modify my previous value proposition to say something more like, I help luxury retail brands reach a broader market. Does that feel more? Or I help luxury brands um, be perceived as attainable by, yeah, that's it's kind of the same way of saying a broader market. Uh, so they would have more customers instead of, instead right. of uh, richer customers. So while like the, still, while still keeping their, their, their stick, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're still coming across as luxury, but they can serve more people versus the other, the luxury luxury, as you put it, which I liked where they just want to increase their prices. Right. So which also could work for them. But in the whole broader, my vision part of it was like, I mean, we can do that, but we could also do the other thing too, as far as making the ones that do want to become attainable actually reach a broader market. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I think this, uh, here's the thing. I think for the luxury, luxury people that want to have an ever more exclusive audience, I don't think SEO is an approach. I think, uh, it would be more like, um, private events and word of mouth and, um, Right. Those sorts of things. So I think you'd take a completely different strategy and which would of course mean different tactics if you were trying to become more exclusive. Right. Uh, pop up events and secret things and yeah, you know, like special events like behind the velvet rope type stuff. Uh so but if you want to elaborate on that for me a little bit cuz I'm actually I'm I'm right there with you but could you mm -hmm. walk could you walk with me? Sure. Yeah. Let's let's pick something specific like right. um uh, uh, what would you call it? Like one a luxury car rental, you know, where you can go and get a Ferrari or a whatever. I don't know cars like a McLaren or something like really flashy, right. or a Rolls or who knows whatever. Right. And you could have like a private event where you take a bunch of the cars to like a track or something, and you reach out to you know maybe send direct mail or maybe or however you reach them. Right. You, you go to the wealthiest neighborhood right? and drop off this like, you know, private invitation, nice private, like in invitation, not like some junky postcard, but like a, a gorgeous linen embossed. Correct. This is what I was thinking. Right. Yeah. So that, that's someone who's not trying to make it more though. That approach is how you'd be more exclusive. Like uh, you could make and make them jump through hoops to do it. It's like, here's the, here's right. this thing. Here's an invitation. Uh, you have to RSVP one way or the other by date, almost like they're getting invited to a wedding. Right. And, and you have this experience set up. Maybe, it, maybe it's not even free. Maybe they have to pay uh, just for the, for essentially pay to right. be sold to. And they show right. up and maybe it's, it's like 500 like bucks. Something. Yeah. And they come up, they, sh they get to drive a Ferrari you know, for, for whatever they drive the Ferrari around the track a few times, or maybe they get to ride in a Ferrari or something. Right. And, and like, damn, that was amazing. And maybe they pay for it. Maybe it's free. They probably have to pay for it. I would probably want them to pay for right. it. And then, and maybe it's a break even proposition for the, the, the car people, the car rental people. But now when, you know, Joe Blow or Alice Smith, goes back to work on Monday. What'd you do this weekend? Oh, I drove a Ferrari 200 miles an hour around a track. Oh, you did. 
Right. So if you create this remarkable exclusive experience, then word's going to spread and people, you know, right. and they, if they have really strong, uh, branding and positioning and all of that stuff, and they, you know, right. they can, the right. word of mouth will spread very quickly in a particular group of people, like whether, you know, it's what, maybe it's not work on Monday. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's at the golf course on Sunday. What'd you do yesterday? Oh yeah. I drove a Ferrari. Mm. It's like, Oh, no way. So, uh, right. Versus right. That, compare that to SEO. I mean, SEO is like SEO is for the masses. So, right. which is probably why you said that the rental part of it would be, that would be for the SEO, but the ones that were like the owners and the builders of these luxury brands who own these companies would actually benefit probably from these private events. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you, so like I could imagine a marketing campaign, uh, it's like live like a millionaire for a weekend or like millionaire weekend and wow. you partner with, you know, and that comes up in some kind of search you could partner with, I don't know, travel agents don't well, like they kind of exist still. You could partner with somebody who has access right. to yeah, upper yeah, middle class yeah. people. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A millionaire weekend where they're like, you know, picked up, maybe it's a couple gets picked up on Friday night in a plush ride, maybe not even a limo. Maybe it's like a Rolls or something like totally like English Butler right. take, takes them to like an amazing restaurant. And then they go to an amazing dinner. I sorry, uh, an amazing hotel afterwards. And in the morning they go to some spa treatment after that. You know, it's like right. live, live like a millionaire between Friday and Monday. Wow. Something like that, you know, and, yeah, and it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. It's like, a, it would, you know, you could imagine a package where these people work together to, to everybody. Uh, who knows? I mean, maybe they all, they all pay you for the same thing, but like put a package together or somebody's getting a kickback. I don't know what, but, but that kind of thing does make sense for SEO because you're targeting, if you're targeting middle class, basically, or upper middle class then that's kind of the, um, I don't know. That's it, the market, right? Yeah. For, for this kind of thing, it's like, treat yourself. Like that's the message is treat yourself. Right. Which is what the SEO would probably be great for. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. Yes. You or and, certainly and, work. Right. Definitely. 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 Um, yeah. Okay. And now well, what was besides, yeah. So besides SEO, I mean, when you were talking earlier, I was kind of mapping out, a not just SEO. It sounds more like more like digital marketing. Like you help you help luxury rent. I like the luxury rental brands get their digital marketing, uh, make their digital marketing more effective. Let's say to reach a broader right. audience. So right. what are exactly. uh, what are sorry? What are some of the other skills besides SEO that you bring to the table? Um, to be honest with you, I'm not going to act like I know everything about this stuff. You know, <laughs> but I do have a passion for for for. I know it sounds weird, but billboards, because in the minor <laughs> league, that's what you see for 10, for 10 years, all I saw was billboards and advertising. So I feel like I had a, like, I, I noticed ones that I liked. I noticed ones that I didn't like. Um, at the basis, I just like marketing. Um, mm -hmm. I definitely um, study it currently and mm -hmm. bringing just different ideas to the table as far as, you know, direct mail sequences or, you know, I credit the, the one page marketing plan. Cause I mean, that stuff is gold, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, just, it just found me more and more interested in learning it. So, um, just, I guess overall campaigns are just, you know, strategizing what a marketing plan should be. I'm, I'm interested in that. Mm -hmm. Cool. So I, you know, all the, the different tactics are apply to 
totally different situations, of course. So like, um, right. like a billboard is most often, you're basically going to have one of two things. It's going to be brand advertising, which is really hard to measure. And it's the kind of thing you need, you just like the, the client has to trust it's doing something. That's like where you'd see, um, just like a, a billboard for a BMW. It's, it just has a BMW logo and it says the ultimate driving experience. It doesn't, right. it doesn't right. say like, take the next exit to go buy a BMW. <laughs> right. There's no actions. Yeah. There's right. No there's action. no, right. There's no call to action versus, you know, there's a billboard on 95 near where I live, where it's, just, right. it's like McDonald's exit 24 with a big arrow. Yeah. 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 You're like, I'm going there for sure. Cause I'm that hungry right now. Right. So one of them is kind of, it's not really direct advertising, but it has a clear call to action that, that can be executed right in the moment of hunger. And the other one is just like a long-term play where you're just trying to, trying to yeah. boost the the bmw brand or like associate you know when they did a big push on billboards near my house when they sponsored the olympics you know a few years back uh right. and it was like you know the official the official sponsor of the olympics or official car sponsor of the olympics and it's like you know it had some something about champions <laughs> exactly. and it's like yeah, yeah, I remember that one. yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh you could imagine um i could imagine a luxury rental brand that had a like some kind of call to act a billboard call to action thing uh, i don't know what the prices are for brand advertising on billboards but if there if there was the, the thing about billboards is they are so local you know what i mean like right right, it, right you can't really do much with them once they're there yeah and they're they're a, for for anything direct like i i think it's i think it's kind of nuts to have like uh, like to advertise my a Shopify store on a billboard seems strange. Something like that because it'd be like, well, who cares where I am? All right. Uh, on the other hand, if there again, if this wasn't like if we weren't in like COVID nineteen era, I could imagine buying a bunch of billboards at oh I don't know outside of CES or some big event like a consumer electronics show or some big event that was going to attract a bunch of upper middle class people that that maybe right. would don't know that they can treat themselves to right. these luxury sorts of things. Right. You know, if there's going to be a, if there's going to be, a, um, I don't know, wherever, the, wherever TED Talks are. So like if there's a TED Talk, <laughs> you could have like buy, you do like a, an, an ad buy around that area and all these people from all over the world are going to fly to that spot and see this like opportunity to, you know, live like a millionaire for a day. Yeah. Which makes total sense if you're talking about actually I mean, the market lines up with what you're saying, actually. Yeah. So SEO, SEO, um, I think it does make sense for luxury brands that want to reach a broader market. Um, it's not as expensive as you think is kind of the message. You know, treat right. yourself once in a while. You deserve it. You work so hard, you deserve like a little pampering. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which everybody deserves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... All right. So I think, but I do, th- it'd be interesting to take this thesis, this hypothesis and connect with those 10 or 15 people, you know, who, who huh. run these sorts of brands and say, right. listen, I, I've got this weird sort of thing I'm thinking about doing. It's kind of a paradox. Uh, I wonder, you know, if you could reach a broader market, would you want to do that? Or do you think that that would dilute the value of your luxury brand? And get there, and maybe they're going to say, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." No, we we want to charge more to fewer people. That that would be our dream. Or you're going to get people that say, "Oh yeah, we would love to do that. We'd love to reach more people. Everybody thinks we're more expensive than we are, and it's you know it's a major 
the experience of taking one of our using one of our cars or renting one of our cars is way better than going to right. dollar rental or whatever they are budget rental right so pe- people just assume it would be too expensive and it's really yeah it's more but it's not like it's not unattainable. Like right exactly which is what the point is mm-hmm. and so and but just see what they say and like you might find if you talk to if you talk to 10 people and 10 out of 10 are like no 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 we don't want to reach a broader market then that's you know a pretty clear data point but if you get some number of them maybe half maybe more than half that are like yeah we would love to do that especially now when we've got tons of excess capacity and people aren't you know people aren't chartering a plane people aren't traveling they're not doing any of this stuff Um, they might be very into that you know be very interested in that so that's what so i would test it i wouldn't i wouldn't build much of anything i'd have some conversations that's that's good it's good. I mean, it's, it's worth testing, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Right, and you know, it's not. It wouldn't be a salesy thing. It's just like, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, whatever. I retired from professional baseball. Now I'm starting up. Uh, you know, and, and based on my experience with a lot of these types of services, <clears throat> I think you know, I, I've got this kind of worldview where I'd like to make, I'd like to let the average person get a taste of this like pampered lifestyle and like feel special, if if only for a day. Right. And have that experience that I had as I was jetting around the world, you know, the country, and, right. you know, and I, is that crazy? Am I crazy? Like, do you think people like you would be interested in reaching a broader market or do you think that would dilute the sort of exclusivity of your brand? Hmm. Get some feel for that. And I wouldn't even be talking about what I would do necessarily. Right. Um, it's like, what do you see your brand doing in the car? I mean, that's a viable question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strategically, would you want to reach a broader market? And then. Uh, and then I would ask them like, well, if I had them on the phone and they sounded like they, they would be interested in that kind of thing, I'd ask questions about, well, what have you tried in the past to reach a broader market? Have you done anything? Have you tried stuff that didn't work or did work? And then you stopped doing it because you got busy or, uh, obviously everything's crazy right now anyhow. So they might be, you know, right. they might have kind of, uh, very painful, but perhaps temporary problems that would magically go away if there's right. a vaccine or something, but um, right, 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 right. I would talk to these folks. Another thing I would do is find out if you can get them on the phone. I would also find out where they air quotes hang out to talk right. about business. Is there is there like um, a mailing list or a Slack room or a Reddit, a subreddit, or some place where they talk to <clears throat> peers? Maybe it's a trade association forum. Is there some place online where they go to get business advice from from their peers or right. you know people in the industry? And uh, that's like a trade, you said trade publications or a trade association? Could be, yep. Yeah. Could be, uh, could be that these people, could be that bunch, a lot of them are franchisees and they get that information from the, the mothership. Could be right. that there's a trade association for, uh, I'm sure there's a trade association for all of these things, different, different ones, but I'm sure all of them have some kind of, you know, periodical, like either a physical right. magazine I think or some the kind rentals, of blog. Like you said, the mothership type of thing with the rentals would probably be very like, you know, cause they send all their information probably, like you said, from the mothership because they have locations in Houston or Miami or, you know, California or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could start to, if, if you could, I mean, there's a magazine for like everything. You wouldn't believe it. Like funeral directors and, and like <laughs> wow. people that groom dogs. And so there's gotta be a magazine for people who, you know, in the luxury rental business, it, perhaps there's even one for each of the subcategories, like, you know, yachts and cars and planes right 
So you could find that and just read it and be like, uh, look, look at the ads, look at who's advertising to these people, because that'll give you a sense of what their needs are. So like any ad that's been running for six months in one of these trade journals, it isn't getting it for free. So it's probably working if they continue to pay right. for it. Right, what they're, oh, that makes sense, makes total sense. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that'll give you a sense of what kinds of things they're wrestling with. And in fact, um, I, I, for a long time, I subscribed to a service that would send me really random niche trade publications every month. So they'd find the weirdest trade mag they could and they'd send it to me and I, I had, there was one was like, it was like a trade publication for people who do horror makeup, like for movies and theater productions and stuff like that. Yeah, like, can you believe how niche that is? Like, <laughs> Super niche. Yeah. And like the funeral director one, you, you could tell just from this one issue that the entire industry was reeling from the fact that more people are getting cremated, like a lot more people are getting cremated. And wow. their whole their whole industry was like, how do we package up services? Because we're not selling coffins anymore. Like not to take this into a dark direction, but but so it did, not, yeah. but it was it was like half the magazine was about this. It was like a big wow. problem for them. So anyway, if you can find a trade magazine that uh, the reason I tell that story is because it's almost impossible to believe that there actually would be a magazine for this. But I promise you, there is. Right. There's got to be something. I guess that's the entrepreneur in everyone. Like, wait a minute, there's a category for that, and it's like, yeah, it is. It's shocking, but but it's right. It's uh, when you you see ten of them, you're like, okay, you know, these people are selling wow. ads. Or I did one for someone the other day who was a, a former professional BMX racer, oddly <laughs> enough, and and I was like, there's probably. He was like, oh, the market's too. I, I could, I could do. I know everything about it. I could right. uh, try and serve them. And I'm like, but he's like, but there's, no, they have no money. There's, it's all mom and pop. There's none of them. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, and so you know, within within less than 15 minutes, I found a kind of like a, a website for a bike industry magazine, and it was general bikes, not just BMX, but still, that was very close. Right. And there, and like in 15 minutes, I found 300 brands that that he could potentially service oh you said 300 300 easily there were thousands of them but there were 300 obvious ones and what was the time frame you said that it took 15 minutes what yeah if you just google around it's it, google's amazing <laughs> and if wow. you if you find a conference here, here's the the path i took on that one was and this is pretty common is that you search for a conference that these people would probably attend so right. you know luxury boating let's say you did luxury yachting rental conference or something like that and then you wow. find this thing it's almost always going to have a media sponsor and that media really? sponsor is probably going to be the biggest magazine in the space and then you click on that and they're going to have a website and they're going to have uh ads and th if they have ads which they will they're going to probably right. have a page which tells you how much their ads cost and if you go there you're going to see like okay so this company is spending at least $1,200 a month to have this banner at the top of the trade magazine website. Mm. So you can start to get a feel, or, or maybe it's $100 because it's a really no, no, small I thing. Like, what saying. Like that made, I never, I mean, I guess one of my biggest milestones, I guess, when I stopped playing baseball was like, okay, how do I ask the right questions? And Google, like you said, probably is a gold mine when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you could probably do that with one of these or all, all, I mean, I wrote down four boat, you know, air, water, 
streets and like you know, probably hotels or home rentals. Right. And, uh, you know, who knows? You, maybe there isn't a trade magazine, but there's definitely, there's definitely going to be some kind of yachting magazine. And then you oh, might, if, if you go through that, you might find um, somebody advertising like luxury oh, I see rentals. Saying, go look and, and, and do a little research on how they're advertising and, and, and kind of follow suit. I just I just go down the rabbit hole. So if you find someone who's renting, if you go to like a yachting magazine, like a mainstream yachting magazine, right? And you find ads for yacht rentals, then I would find okay, who's the who's this yacht rental company? And then I'd look, I'd go to their website, see if they spoke at a conference, see if they advertise in any publications. I'd search uh, for their name, yeah, their name plus magazine. Saying. So you can you can go down the rabbit hole really fast. Right, rabbit holes are are part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And along the way, you'll be learning the language. You'll be learning what the, the industry-wide uh, pains are, what the big opportunities are. You know, I'm sure they're reeling from the coronavirus or maybe they're not. Maybe a yacht is a good thing to do right now. So, right. Uh, and you probably even find subcategories like, like fancy fishing expedition boats, or, you know, tuna fishing expeditions instead of just like, let's, let's have a booze cruiser on the bay. Oh, I think I lost you. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, there you are. Came oh, yeah. Back. Came back. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. In Mobile, they do that a lot, or, or Dolphin Island, which is where, you know, our area is. They do a lot of boating. Charters go out, you know, for miles and fish for redfish and king mackerel, all type of stuff. Hmm. Cool. All right, so uh, does this give you, like, next it's, steps and actions lot, to... Oh, cool. It gives me a lot, which actually, like, it's just steering the boat, right? Just got to keep steering the boat in the right direction, which this is giving me <laughs> I think enough direction. Cool. All right. Great. So is there, is there a way that people, so sometimes when I do shows like this, um, people want to reach out to the guest because they know something that could help or they've got questions, uh, follow up questions is what's the best place for somebody to find you online. I've got two, uh, D hood baseball at gmail.com obviously. And then, uh, info at luxury solutions group.com. Great. Cool. Well, hopefully, folks will reach out maybe they'll have assistance or maybe they'll have questions well i appreciate any assistance at all i mean like i said this is new to me after baseball is kind of like what do i do next and this was the rabbit hole that i went down and i'm mm. glad to see that there's somebody willing to help so i appreciate you very much for helping me hey anytime i, I love this stuff so awesome all right folks that's it for this week i'm jonathan stark and you've been listening to ditching hourly see you next time Hey, Jonathan again. Do you have questions about how to improve your business? Things like value pricing your work instead of billing for your time, or positioning yourself as the go-to person in your space, or maybe productizing your services so you never have to have another awkward sales call or spend hours writing another custom proposal. Book a one-on-one -on -one coaching call with me and get answers to these questions and others in the time it takes you to get ready for work in the morning. Best of all, you're covered by my 100% satisfaction guarantee. If at the end of the call, you don't feel like it was worth it, just say the word and I'll refund your purchase in full. To book your one-on-one -on -one coaching call, go to jonathanstark.com slash call, C-A-L-L. That URL again is jonathanstark.com slash call. Hope to see you there. Hey, Jonathan again. Do you have questions about how to improve your business? Things like value pricing your work instead of billing for your time, or positioning yourself as the go-to person in your space? 
or maybe productizing your services so you never have to have another awkward sales call or spend hours writing another custom proposal. Book a one-on-one coaching call with me and get answers to these questions and others in the time it takes you to get ready for work in the morning. Best of all, you're covered by my 100% satisfaction guarantee. If at the end of the call you don't feel like it was worth it, just say the word and I'll refund your purchase in full. To book your one-on-one coaching call, go to jonathanstark.com call, C-A-L-L. That URL again is jonathanstark.com call. Hope to see you there.